1: I'm Antonia and welcome to Mommy Matters Wind Down podcast. I believe as mothers, we shouldn't let motherhood stop us from pursuing our dreams, being true to ourselves, and living our best lives. Our journeys through motherhood shouldn't be one word judged on, but instead celebrated and supported. Join me as we wind down and talk about our journeys. Hi, ladies. I'm here with Jasmine Cooper, author and mother, and of course, mompreneur. Um, And we are going to sit down at this lovely uh, wine bar here in the uh, National Harbor. (laughs) So, hi, Jasmine. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So, thank you so much for sitting down and getting ready to talk talk with me. Um, So, just, I guess, tell us about yourself.
2: Hi, guys. Uh, I am a mother, as she said before, to a five-year-old daughter. I am a staff accountant at a nonprofit in DC and I am a new author to my book, Puzzled.
1: So tell me about
2: your book. Uh, my book is about a relationship that I went through and how I just completely lost myself as a person and the steps that I took to piece my life back together.
1: When you say lose yourself as a person, what do you mean?
2: I mean, like, um, I honestly was just almost going insane. <laughs> I was just doing crazy stuff, just not who I am as a person. I just was not even living up to my character, basically.
1: Okay, so before I dive deeper into this book, because I want to know more, <laughs> um, what inspired you to write a book?
2: Um, I would say... So, okay, during my healing process, I, like, really formed, like, a personal relationship with God, and I just used to, like, journal every night and keep, like, a diary. So it was one time I went to church, and I forget what the pastor had was preaching about that night, and I don't know, it just made me feel like I needed to turn my diary into a book, and I just felt like, you know some some woman is going through this and she needs to hear like what I have what I have to say because there's probably women out here who's going through what I'm going through or have went through what I've gone through and they're probably afraid to talk about it or they feel like they can't relate to someone and I just wanted to be the guinea pig to say hey like I've gone through this too and it's okay.
1: So when you say gone through... mm -hmm. Give me a little bit more. Gone through. (laughs) What did you go through? Just
2: facing, like, um, a a lot of infidelity, um, just struggling as a mom, um, struggling with uh, endeavors, uh,
1: struggling mentally, of course. I just was going through a lot. (laughs) So you said during your healing process. As far as your healing process goes, what does that look like? Like. What steps did you have to take to... I mean, I know you said you went to church and um, you pretty much got that feeling like, okay, I need to write this book because someone else could definitely be going through it. But how did you know you were in a healing phase?
2: Um, I knew that I was in a healing phase um, because I started to feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. I started to feel comfortable with talking about my situation Mm -hmm. and not being ashamed, rather. Um, I knew that I was in a healing process because I was able to relate to someone else. At first, I was just kind of shut down, and I just felt like I was going through trials and tribulations alone. So, yeah, I just, I guess I had an open mind once I started going through the healing process.
1: Got it. So when you say that there's other women or moms or, yeah, that are out there and they could be going through the exact same thing. What's How do you feel about uplifting women, motivating women, inspiring women? I am so
2: pro-women now. <laughs> I am so pro-women now. Um, I love uplifting women. I love talking about um, what I've gone through. And if that can help another woman, then I'm like... Open to sharing what I have gone through. I'm not ashamed of anything that has ever happened to me. Um, I love all the women empowerment groups that's going on now. I'm loving all of the podcasts. I'm loving everything. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just pro women now. So I have a question because I kind of have a like, I have a love hate relationship with the word women empowerment. Okay. I think one time I was sitting down watching Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> and <laughs> Hazel E. said she was having a women empowerment, like, get-together. And it was pretty much her in a fur coat singing but still calling women bitches. Ugh. How do you feel about, like, women empowerment? Do you feel like it's sugar-coated or it's perceived the wrong way just because you give women a bunch of motivational quotes? How do you feel about women empowerment? like? Um... I do feel like it is
2: sugar-coated to a certain extent because mm-hmm. I feel like we have to um, kind of hold back our feelings and and our thoughts because of how women empowerment is perceived. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be all positive notes and all positive uplifting, but I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm doing wrong, then tell me that I'm doing wrong. Right. So because I can't I can't just based off everything being so positive because that's not reality not. everything is not positive it's not. <laughs> everything doesn't go well like it's just not we have bad days sometimes we have females who don't like us mm-hmm. and we don't like them back and I just feel like I mean we don't have to be nasty about it right. but um, as far as the whole women empowerment yes I do feel like it is sugar-coated sometimes Right. But I'm still for it though. Yeah. No no no. I, definitely I am
1: too. But it's just the label of the word I feel like comes with the the like the, whole, the, the, negative, the part whole negative part of it. Part yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole concept when it's like done. Not I don't I don't even say done correctly because that sounds bad, but just like when it's I'm gonna say it done correctly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um but What are some challenges that you had to face as far as being an author or going about writing this book? Because it sounds easy, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) I would say some challenges
2: that I faced was actually publishing it. Mm -hmm. I went back and forth with publishing this book. I quit so many times. Mm -hmm. Like I started in 2016. I started writing, then I quit, mm-hmm. then I started writing again, then I quit again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I was just like, all right, Jasmine, stop playing. Like, God has a reason for you writing this book. Like, Go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. So I would say that was the most challenging part, just me actually going through
1: with publishing a book. So I know that I've joked about, oh, my God, my life should be a book. And I thought about it, like mm-hmm. writing a book, but it's like I never really pictured what that would look like. So Mm -hmm. if you had to tell somebody how to go about writing this book, what are the steps that they need to take as far as finding a publisher, Mm -hmm. writing the book, how to write a book, pretty much?
2: Sure. Um, Well, like I said, I turned my diary into a book. So I had pretty much had, like, my feelings and my thoughts and the flow and the tone of how I wanted the book to go. Um, I set, like, different times during each day, mm-hmm. preferably I would write at night, mm-hmm. like after I'm home from work and my daughter is bathed and fed and in bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would I would actually write like around 11 o'clock and I would stop writing like around 1:30. Oh, wow. Right. And got to be <laughs> back to work in the morning. Right. So I would write and then um, after I wrote, I came up with the title because I was like, gosh, my life was just in shambles. And then I just kind of like pieced my life back together. And then I was doing like a puzzle, a puzzle with my daughter. And then I was like, oh my God, that's going to be the name of my book. So then I got the name of my book after I started writing. And then after that, I just started seeking like different publishers and pricing what was affordable for me at the time. And then so happily, I ended up running into a really... a childhood childhood friend of mine, and she happens to be a publisher, her and her husband. And then after that, I submitted the manuscript to her, we signed a contract, she sent it back to me with revisions. And then I wrote my revision, sent it back, and then after that, it's time to publish. That's exciting. It is <laughs> exciting. It's so exciting. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I think of it, I'd be like, like, I'm an author.
1: You are. That's so funny. Right? <laughs> and through it all, how did you stay motivated? Because like you said, it wasn't easy. You, had, wasn't. you stopped writing, started, stopped writing. So yes. how would you keep motivating yourself?
2: I think, like I said, I'm, I'm pro-women, so once I just started thinking about like the message that I had in the book and how it can really touch someone out here, I know that it's going to touch someone out here. If it just touch one person, then my job is done. So that's what got me motivated. I'm like, God, he's using me for some reason. He's using me to touch somebody, so I just had to go through with it. I like that what inspires you Hmm. I'm such a want to do everything type of person but I would say I think my daughter inspires me honestly she's such a courageous person Mm -hmm. like I just feel like she wants she does whatever it is that she says she wants to do I kind of feed off of her energy Like I and it sounds so crazy and she's only five years old, but I really do like feed off of my daughters and like she makes me wanna do stuff because she does things. Right. Like she'll say small things like Mommy, I wanna learn how to write five plus ten and she'll sit there and like count on her fingers until she figures it out. And I'm like Her drive. That's so inspiring. Uh Like I gotta I gotta get on my Uh game. Right. I got a five year old (laughs) that's on it. Let me get on it. Our kids be teaching us. Yes. (laughs) So definitely, I would say my daughter.
1: She's an inspiration to me. Nice. As far as your daughter and your book Mm -hmm. and just your life and your endeavors that you're going forth on, have you, like, told her, mommy's writing a book, mommy's an author? Have you shared anything with her? I have.
2: Me, honestly, my daughter and I, we are, like, best friends we do the mommy and me outfits all the time (laughs) we are really best friends i did tell her that i was writing a book and she seems excited about it i like she could like read the whole thing (laughs) but i mean once she gets older i hope she can read it and like really receive what i put inside
1: nice so i know you do a lot of mommy and me stuff self-care have you how did how does that look to you Self-care for
2: me, uh-huh. honestly, every Sunday, um, I do facials every Sunday. Nice. Uh, I Me and my daughter, if she's with me for the weekend, we do facials. We do popcorn. We do robes, nice baths, and Real Housewives of Atlanta.
1: <laughs> That's so cute, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if Real Housewives is on. I love that show. <laughs> but definitely the facials, though. That is like, I have to do a face shoot on Sunday. It's like a ritual for me. Mm-hmm. If I don't do it, then I feel off for the week.
1: <laughs> so is there another way that you do self-care? Cause I mean, I know sometimes it's not always just like pampering ourselves, but. Yeah. Um, honestly, I
2: don't know if anybody else thinks that this is self-care, but I do. Mm-hmm. I kind of like prep talk myself. I feel like that's self-care because sometimes you just don't have that encouragement from other people Mm -hmm. and it's like you either want to encourage yourself or nothing at all so every morning when I wake up I literally like tell myself whatever it is that you didn't do yesterday like you're gonna do it today and I just do that I repeat it every day until I do whatever it is that I said I wanted to do
1: I agree with being your biggest supporter like I feel like you have to cheer yourself on every day yeah. and you need to know how to cheer yourself on. And if yeah. you got to pin for yourself, take yep. care of yourself and yep. talk to
2: yourself, yes, you can do Be it. your own princess. <laughs> Listen, me and my sister, we have this joke called being princesses. And what we, we don't mean like an actual princess. We mean like really taking care of yourself and treating yourself like your own princess. Yep. A queen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So I know you said, and I keep going back to this, because I feel like uh, it, this happens in different ways and forms in other people's lives, mm-hmm. but you started writing, stopping writing, mm-hmm. started writing. Doubt and fear. How did you deal? <laughs> to be honest with you,
2: I don't have doubt. Okay. I still have fear uh-huh. now. Like, uh-huh. But... Again, like I said, I know that it's a woman that's dependent on me. So, I feel like God wouldn't have placed it on my heart to write this book for no reason. Mm-hmm. So it, it is definitely a reason why I had to write this book. So, fear is just a mental thing. you mm-hmm. will get over it. Yes. So, there it is. <laughs> I'll get over it. I like
1: that. So, in a world filled of women where... We are doing our best to try to support each other and be there for each other. What do you feel we need more of?
2: Um, I think we're supporting each other. I think we need more honesty. Mm. I just feel like we lie to each other sometimes. Like, I don't know. Like, we just tell each other what we want to hear. Yes. Basic. we tell each other what we want to hear rather than what we should know. I you like know? that. Like like I said before, if I'm
1: doing wrong, tell me I'm doing wrong. Mhm. But do you feel as though like I feel like there's women out there that want to, but mm-hmm. their intentions may be ill sometimes. Yeah. But there's ones that their intentions are good. Mhm. But some people don't know how to perceive that as good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you if you had like advice or tips about probably communicating that with someone without seeming malicious?
2: Me communicating to them that they're, like, doing
1: bad or something? Yeah, like, how would that look, or how would you go about, like, let's say we're sitting here and I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. How would you approach it?
2: Um, hmm. (laughs) That is tough, because you never know how that person might perceive it, but, um, I think it's just... Really uh, your choice of Mm words, your tone, of Mm -hmm. course, because sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Exactly. So I would definitely say just your choice of words, your tone, and um, I would say your persona, like your Mm -hmm. body language. You know, you walk up to another woman and you just like very heartwarming and, hey girl, they'll probably nine times out of ten receive you. A lot you know, a lot better yeah. than if you just walking up to her like, oh, hey, or, right. you know, like, <laughs> real nasty. <it's> real nasty. <laughs> like so I, I think I think it's, it's definitely possible for you to um, tell someone, you know, that they're doing wrong or be honest with them, even if it's something that they're not doing wrong. I think it's definitely possible that you can tell them without them
1: being offended. I agree. Yeah. Like you said, it's all in tone and, yeah. and your intentions. Like your People intentions. can tell when you're trying to be in them. Not only that, I mean, some people basically, they just know who
2: you... If people know who you are mm-hmm. prior to you talking to them, like, if people know that you're this big woman's advocate and they see you always at these conferences and brunches and all of this other stuff, then I think... Basically, just how you present yourself yeah. in the world. I mean, if you if you're out here being a positive figure, mm-hmm. then they can look at you like, oh, you know, she's somebody that can possibly make a positive impact in my life, mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, you're just out here acting crazy. Then right. it's just like, uh. Eh. I don't know if I want to hear
1: what you got to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, question about that. Because um, I listen to, like, a lot of mot- motivational speaking. Mm-hmm. And the last one I listened to, well, not it wasn't really motivational, but it was. Um, T.D. Jakes, mm-hmm. did an interview, and it was with a pastor. Mm-hmm. And he made a really good statement and point, but don't quote me. It was more like... The labels that people put on you, Mm -hmm. you feel as though you have to live up to that. Mm -hmm. So if people are seeing you as this positive figure and, you know, you're like you, your intentions are really good, but that Mm -hmm. one time you slip up, Mm -hmm. how, like, how do you not try to live up to please people but also still be yourself, if that makes sense? Yeah. Well,
2: I would say for me, I would say for me, it's just you accept me or you don't. Okay. I mean, I am a nice, heartwarming, vibrant, people's person. Like, I've always been a people's person. But there are some times where, you know, maybe I just don't feel like being bothered that day. Mm -hmm. Or somebody has taunted me, you know, put me in a bad position. It's like, it's either you love me or you hate me. I'm human. I'm going to make mistakes. Exactly. It's like, I don't... I never try to, like, look at people in a... Be- like, if Oprah Winfrey had an episode where she just, like, went off on somebody one day mm-hmm. or something, I would not look at her like, oh, Oprah is a phony or... Like, she's human. She has emotions. Why can't she feel the way that she feels exactly. for that day? Exactly. Not saying that she has to be this nasty person every day, but... I mean, I expect mistakes from people because people are people. Amen. not robots. I love that. <laughs> like, I expect that. So, for me, it's just if, if you know, if, if I make a mistake and if you can't accept the fact that, you know, if I'm willing to admit to my wrong and if you can't accept that, then, I mean, that's just you. You're one of a million people.
1: Nice. So networking Mm -hmm. how does that look for you or how do you go about it or are you even shy
2: (laughs) I'm not shy at all
0: actually
1: (laughs) I'm
2: not shy at all Uh, networking for me honestly I network anywhere I can go Mm -hmm. literally I can be taking my daughter to school if I see a woman and we start chatting I'll give her my business card Um, I go to a lot of brunches Mm -hmm. I go to a lot of uh, women's conferences um, I'm just around. Nice. I'm around. I'm at I'm at
1: these events. <laughs> <laughs> so I am. Excuse me. So if there's somebody who's more of an introvert, mm. and Miss Tashira from Michigan kind of played on this question with me, um, <laughs> her IG is Bougie Mom Cup. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get someone to? S- either step out of their comfort zone to go network or Mm -hmm. the small talk or like what's a good icebreaker or conversation starter or a goal they should keep in mind as far as networking goes Mm -hmm. if they are that introverted person um
2: i think you should just be yourself and i say be yourself because a lot of times when we're networking we try to be somebody that we aren't so then you end, all, you end up giving off the wrong perception. You can be a geeky person and network with someone, and they may be a geeky person too. And then boom, you just connecting with, it's just great geekiness going on. <laughs> I mean, no, no shade to anybody that's geeky. I mean, I'm geeky too, don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, I would definitely say just be yourself. Just talk about things that interest you. You never know what, what interest that person may
1: have. That's true. And I feel like you should always kind of like just set a little goal in your mind. Or at least this is what works for me where I just like, okay, at the beginning of the month, I'm going to set out to meet at least three people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to talk.
2: I just have to. That's it. That's all I do. I always run my mouth. And then I just end up talking to people. We end up laughing. Somehow we end up out for drinks. Right. Here we are.
1: (laughs) So I want to dig into this book. Give me a chapter, a sneak peek, a preview, oh. something. What's one part of it that, like, really stuck out to you, really, like, had you down on the bathroom floor crying? <laughs> <laughs> and you got up and was like, you know what? I got this. Um, One
2: chapter that I would say really had me on... Uh, I'll say chapter... I'm not going to say what it is. That's fine. (laughs) Just give me something. I want to know. I'll say say chapter um, chapter three. Chapter three. I was really like hitting rock bottom in chapter three. So I would definitely say that is the chapter that I most was emotional about Mm -hmm. while writing.
1: So, yeah. So no sneak preview. No sneak preview. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotta go buy the book first. <laughs> so as far as the book goes are you planning like maybe a series yeah, yeah. another book what's your goal um
2: actually my goal i feel like i found my niche with writing this book uh-huh and like i said i feel like i'm like pro-woman mm-hmm. so i just feel like i'm gonna write about different women experiences
1: mm-hmm.
2: starting with myself
1: <laughs> that, I mean that's usually where it starts So yeah
2: I'm, I'm definitely Going to write another book It's coming
1: So as far as I've heard um, About Amazon mm-hmm. And you can write a book there it Has Was that anything you like Looked into or heard of or? I didn't um, I have not
2: heard of that Actually I just knew that I wanted to work with my childhood friend, oh, okay, <laughs> who is actually my publisher. I t- like I said before, her and her husband. So I didn't look into anything else. Anything yeah. writing with Amazon, and I'm pretty sure that that's probably costly. Yeah. So it gets it gets pretty expensive with publishing a book. So I would cut costs in any way that I could. When you say that, like, what do you mean? Like- I mean, just like. Um, you know, having to register your book and actually paying the publisher to, like, edit, do your website, all of that stuff. It gets super expensive. So, I would would go with what's the cheapest. However, I would make sure the quality is good, too. So, funding your dream or your goal, how did you do that? Um, Well, I knew that I was writing a book. I had looked up, you know... Some of the pricings and all of that stuff prior to even submitting my manuscript to my publisher. So I just was saving, like, as I was writing, as I knew that I was serious about publishing the book, I started saving for, you know, some of the costs that I would have.
1: That's good. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever think you were going to be an author? I did not think
2: that I was going to be an author. Like, this literally just came out of nowhere um, I'm, a, I'm glad that I'm an author like uh-huh. it was a really 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 big accomplishment for myself and again I'm able to you know relate touch inspire motivate whatever you want to call it to another woman mm-hmm. I think that's so dope like yeah. so for me to be able to call myself an author mm-hmm. and it's benefiting someone else Mm -hmm. I think
1: that's awesome so how are you marketing the book or does the publisher help you with marketing or what do you have to do
2: well some people they hire a PR my publisher she's been helping me market and then I've just been marketing myself like I said I've been at these events Mm -hmm. sharing my book with people I'm on all social media sites Sharing my book, mm-hmm. I can be walking the streets and I will see a girl. I'm talking to her to tell her about my book. Yeah. So I'm pretty much self-marketing. Your own PR. <laughs> own PR, man. I'm a people's person though, so it works for me. That's like good. I like to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I like to like you know meet new people, figure out what they like. It might be something I like. <laughs> we <laughs> might get meet up for drinks. <laughs> So a mentor, did you have one while writing this book? I did not, I did not have a mentor, how, <clears throat> Excuse me. however, I would say that my sister, my younger sister, her name is Chanel, by the way, <laughs> my youngest sister, Chanel, and my friend, Deondra, they were really helpful to me, they were really like, pushing me to keep writing they were motivating me so it wasn't really a mentor but I would definitely say those two were the most influential
1: yeah so support that's important right yes yes it is <laughs> does your boyfriend support you my boyfriend he 100
2: percent supports me he is super excited that he gets to say that his girlfriend is an author. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, putting in on his social network. Yes. And, you know, I, I'm, he's telling people he's... It's so funny how, like, people supporting you, you know, opens up doors, opens up new doors. I like, agree. His mom wants to be an author, and he never even knew that prior to telling her that I was an author, so... He's
1: super supportive. I'm super thankful for him. That's good. So now that his mom has shown interest, is she like reaching out to you? Is like, what do I need to do? How do I do it? Yes. That's cool. Yes. And so you touched one person right there? One per- I, I you told touch you, that- I
2: touched one person and my job is done. Uh-huh. So I feel like my job is done already. But yeah, she has. She reached out to me. She is in her process of writing as well. That's dope. And I'm just trying to coach her. And to write in and just keep going. And she make wits. But I'm gonna just motivate her to
1: that's all pick it back up. Yeah, she just needs a little push. <laughs> that's it. So mm-hmm. if you had to leave some advice for some moms who are looking to write a book or looking to start a business, mm-hmm. what are some like main things that stuck out to you that you would leave for them? Oh,
2: I would say if you're interested in writing a book, or starting a new business, I would say go with what you feel, and I would say try not to share all of your ideas with everyone. Mm-hmm. Not until you're ready to really, you know, put it out there, really ready for it to be a business or be the book or whatever it is that you're doing. Because so many people like pray for your downfall. Mm-hmm. So it's important that you just keep some things to yourself, and I know it's like you're super excited, you want to tell everybody, but I had to learn like in the process to just kind of you know keep it to myself until I was really ready to like put it out there.
1: Yeah,
2: that would be my that that would be my advice.
1: I agree with that. Yeah, and also just write it down, like write every idea, write every I, I
2: write every. Anything that comes to my mind, I literally have a book that I carry around in every purse that I have. And I'm just I'm just writing down anything. If I think of like a name or something, or if I see a shoe that's cute and I'm like, Dang, maybe I can like collab with a shoot I will literally write that down yeah. even though it
1: might not be a right now
2: goal or something I will write yeah. it down
1: I'm a write down type of person like, Yeah. I have like three journals Yes. and my notes <laughs> is completely full of yes. like things that come to my mind
2: I have journals diaries, planners yes. I write in my notes on my phone yep. like I, literally, I write everything yep. literally I, I think it's important though you put whatever you write down can see it with your eyes you can watch it
1: manifest amen that's 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 it it. that's what it is your words are powerful mindset is a powerful thing and i just feel like (laughs) write it and watch it grow of course of course course. so tell them where they can find your book and find
2: you okay guys (laughs) (laughs) you guys can find me on instagram at strictly business that's business with a z you can find me on Facebook at Jasmine Coop. Cooper. Cooper is my nickname. And my book is available at Barnes & Noble's, Amazon, and my website is jasminencooper.com.
1: That's dope. Yes. Oh, i got, I got to go buy
2: me a copy for sure.
1: <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Mommy Matters Wind Down, the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at underscore Mommy Matters or on Facebook, Mommy Matters. And if you haven't already, go to Apple Podcasts or Google Play, subscribe, rate, and while you're at it, leave some feedback.